What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, my name's Steve Hudson. Uh, I am new to New Vision. Uh, We started uh, Monday of this week. I am working with 50s Plus. Uh, my wife, Melissa, and I have lived in Murfreesboro for 25 years. Uh, we are excited to get to know you and be a part of what uh, all the great things at New Vision. Uh, but um, this morning, uh, we will continue with the study that you have been on with Joshua. And I'm going to read Joshua chapter 14, verses 6 through 15, and I am using the English Standard Version. And verse 6 starts, Then the people of Judah, they came to Joshua at Gilgal, And Caleb, the son of Jehunah, the Kenzanite, said to him, You know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God in Kadesh Barina, concerning you and me? I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me to Kadesh Barina to spy out the land. And I brought him word again as it was in my heart. But my brothers who went up with me made the heart of the people melt. Yet I wholly followed the Lord my God. And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land on which your foot has trodden shall be an inheritance for you and your children forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive, just as he said those 45 years since that time the Lord spoke this word to Moses, while Israel walked in the wilderness. And now, behold, I am this day 85 years old. I am still as strong today as I was in the day that Moses sent me. My strength now is my strength was then for war and for going and coming. So now give me this hill country for which the Lord spoke on that day. For you heard on that day how the Anakin were there and the great fortified cities. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall drive them out just as the Lord said. Then Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jehunah, for an inheritance. Therefore, Hebron became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jehunah, the Kenzanite of this day, because he wholly followed the Lord, the God of Israel. Now the name of Hebron, formerly the Kurdeth, Ereba. Ereba was the greatest man among the Anakim, and the land had rest from war. As we look at these verses, we notice a few things. There were 12 who went to explore the promised land, one from each tribe, When they returned, there were 10 who were scared of the giants. Two, Caleb and Joshua trusted God and believed God would protect them. The doubt is in the 10, which caused 45 years of wandering in the wilderness. We are told in the Numbers chapter 14 that they had to wait for all to die before they could enter the promised land. The only two to survive were Joshua and Caleb. Verse 9 tells us that Moses promised the land would be their inheritance. I love verse 10 because it tells Caleb being 85 years old and still has a strength for battle and for his daily task. In verse 12, Caleb claims his hill country. He believed with God's help, the task would not be too big. We sometimes think that when we're 85, we want the comfy spot, the place by the water, retire. Caleb wanted the mountain, which would be the most challenging land to settle. In verse 13, Joshua blessed Caleb with Hebron as his inheritance. They had to wait 45 years to finally get to the promised land. A few things to take from these verses. Sometimes we look at age and wonder, are we the best years behind us 
or are they ahead of us? I love Caleb's enthusiasm. He had put his faith in God and been blessed for his faithfulness and wasn't letting his age slow him down. Caleb and Joshua had faith and trusted God. The crowd was persuaded by the 10. How many times have we been persuaded by the crowd? It takes strength to stand up many times in the face of opposition. Can you remember a time when you set a goal and decided that this is what I need to do? One lesson here is Caleb knew he was in God's will. The struggle for most of us is we see success the way the world sees it. Most of us have some social media outlet. Normally, no one puts bad news on their feed. Rather, they make everything look like it's perfect. And that's okay. We all want to celebrate the great things that happen in our life. But it's also okay to fail. We should be there for those, for those times to encourage our friends. Caleb patiently followed God trusted him for all these years and was able to receive the promise he was given by Moses. My favorite people have always been senior adults. I love their stories of hard times and sharing how God got them through that season of life. Let me share a few stories of some older people who have accomplished amazing things. At age 92, Gladys Burrell entered the Guinness Book of World Record as the oldest female to complete a marathon. Her fifth Honolulu finished in seven years. Burrell race time was nine hours, 53 minutes, and 16 seconds. At age 87, Pablo Picasso produced 347 engravings in one year. And at age 87, Michelangelo was working on a sculpture just a couple of days before he died. And Anna Mary Robertson Moses, better known as Grandma Moses, did not start painting until she was 76 years old. After her arthritis had made it too hard for her to keep to, to her embroidering needle, even though she had no formal training, she painted every day for 25 years and produced thousands of paintings. Her sim simple depiction of farm life were shown all around the world. And when she died at age 101, then President John F. Kennedy released a statement praising her paintings, inspiring a nation, noting all Americans mourn her loss. And then the last one, Nola Ocha, became the oldest college graduate in 2007. At age 95, Ocha completed her Bachelor of General Studies at Fort Hayes State University in Kansas and fulfilled her lifelong dream of earning a degree. However, she didn't stop there. In 2010, at age 98 years old, she became the oldest person to receive a master's degree. She hopes to encourage people to keep on learning and tell her grandchildren, if grandmama can do it, you can too. There are many stories like this, older people who inspire, they keep going and reaching new heights. Is there something in your life that you can say, this is my Hebron? Don't let age be the reason you can't or won't do something. If you're a senior, maybe you should, should be a mentor, a younger person, love on them, show them what it's like to stay the journey for a lifetime. I imagine you have a wealth of experience to share with a younger generation. And for a younger person, maybe you seek out an older person and love on them. Let them answer your questions. As a body of believers, we have the great opportunity to love each other across all age groups and learn from each other. If we make goals and then, then follow God's plan, we will also face opposition from different directions. Like Caleb, the goal was to stay the course. We had a friend many years ago who was retired, living the normal retired life. She felt God calling her to the missions. At the age of 63, she was appointed to Chile as an IMB missionary. She didn't know the language. She went as a single adult because she trusted God. 
She told me once, then told me once that my wife and I were the only ones that were encouraging her to do this. The the church where she was a faithful member, the people would ask her, "What are you doing? Why are you doing this at your age?" So even in times when we think these friends will be excited, they weren't. They were missing the fact that she was being obedient, even if uncomfortable. The easy thing for most of us is to say, I can't do that. That's something I'm not good at. In verse 12, where Caleb was moved to the mountains, moved where the giants were in their fortified city, he was confident because God had promised to help and be with him. Remember the story of Gideon and Judges? He started with 32,000 men, but fought with an army of 300 armed with trumpets and empty jars. They fought the Midianites and won. He was able to do that because God was with Gideon. I am old enough to know that there are hard days, there are great days, and lots in the middle. What can I learn from Caleb's life is that the journey is the journey. He trusted God. He wandered for years waiting for the promised land. His faith was evident and rewarded. Our daughter graduated from law school last year. You know what happens. You take the bar and see how it goes. In our conversations before she got her results, her comments to us was, if I pass, God gets the glory, and if I don't, God's still sovereign. She didn't pass, but praising God through this process. My encouragement to you is to be diligent in your purpose, diligent in your faith, set goals that impact the kingdom, invest in other lives, no matter what your age. Let's pray. Dear, we thank you for today. We thank you for Caleb. I thank you for his example. I thank you for a life of faithfulness, a man who trusted God, who followed God his entire life in order that that we would be a people uh, that would do the same thing, that we would trust and follow him in all the days of our life. Amen. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.